I'm Elizabeth Scanlon, and this is the American Poetry Review Podcast. So time has passed, as time always does, and we have so many things to talk about, which we will talk about another time at a later date. We will absolutely revisit the issues that have passed since last we uh, did a podcast. But today, I wanted to do this sort of special mini seize the moment opportunity uh, to talk about the happy news of Ada Limon's appointment as the new Poet Laureate of the United States. I'm so delighted. And I, of course, I, of course, I couldn't help but think of the wonderful reading that she gave uh, recently, earlier this year, for the APR 50th anniversary celebration at AWP in Philadelphia uh, in March. And I've been wanting to share it with you ever since then, and time has just gotten away from us. So, um, so we're going to do that today. As I said, I'm just honestly so delighted that Ada will be in this role as Poet Laureate because she is such a ray of light in these undeniably rather dark times. And I think she will bring something really special to the task at hand. I'm also thinking about and I want to celebrate and give a shout out to Adrian Mateka as uh, in his new role as the new editor, editor of Poetry Magazine. I just, these things feel good good to me. I um, I remember talking with Jason Schneiderman recently about how he and Ada and Kazim Ali were all in the same workshop together in grad school. And it was just kind of a, a look at them now moment. Um, and that pleases me to no end to see this moment arising. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of Jonathan Richmond. And like he sings, our time is now. This is the morning of our lives. Hello, everyone. Welcome to 50 Years of the American Poetry Review. Ada Limon, who appeared on the APR cover of November 2020, is the author of six books, including The Carrying, which won the National Book Critics Circle Award for Poetry, Bright Dead Things, which was a finalist for the National Book Award and the Kingsley Tufts Award, and her newest, The Hurting Kind, which will be released by Milkweed Editions this year. She is the host of the critically acclaimed podcast, The Slowdown, which is one of the very best and most soulful poetry delivery systems around, in my opinion. Please listen to The Slowdown. Um, Honestly, a finer poet and ambassador for what poetry does in the world. I, I cannot name. We're so lucky to have her with us today, Ada Limon. Hello, how are you? Um, that was so good. Um, it's so it's so nice to go to a reading that you would go to. <laughs> um, these are all dear friends, and um, it's just a pleasure. It's just a pleasure to be here. I thought I was going to be really anxious about AWP, um, but it's been really joyful. So thank you. 
I'm going to read four poems, and there are four poems that appeared in the uh, APR. So I thought it would be, uh, I can, can't tell you that I think it really is one of the most consistently brilliant magazines uh, that is put out in the poetry world. So, yeah, it is. It's true. In the Shadow. The wild pansy shoves its persistent face beneath the hackberry shade, true plum and gold, with the aftermath names, Johnny Jump Up, Heart's Ease, or My Favorite Love in Idleness. I bow closer to the new face. I am always superimposing a face on flowers. I call the violet moon vinca the choir. And there are surely eyes in the bird eye speedwell and mouths on the linear leaf snapdragon. It is what we do in order to care for things, make them ourselves, our elders, our beloveds, our unborn. But perhaps that is a lazy kind of love. Why can't I just love the flower for being a flower? How many flowers have I yanked to puppet as if it was easy for the world to make flowers? Uh, this was a, a poem I wrote during the um, early days of the pandemic. It begins with the trees. Two full cypress trees in the clearing intertwine in a way that almost makes them seem like one. Until at a certain angle from the blue blow-up pool I bought this summer to save my life, I see it is not one tree but two and they are kissing. They are kissing so tenderly it feels rude to watch. One hand on the other's shoulder, another in the other's branches like hair. When did kissing become so dangerous? Or was it always so? That illicit kiss in the bathroom of the four-faced liar, a bar named after a clock, what was her name? Or the first one with you on the corner of Metropolitan Avenue before you came home with me forever. I watch those green trees now and it feels libidinous. I want them to go on kissing without fear. I want to watch them and not feel so abandoned by hands. Come home. Everything is begging you. Uh, and this is a poem that begins with a line from Alejandra Pizarnik. I have wanted clarity in light of my lack of light. Fireworks in the background, like an incongruous soundtrack, either celebratory or ominous, a veil of smoke behind the neighbor's house, the air askew with booms. The silver suitcase is dragged down the stairs, a clunk, another clunk, awkward wheels where wheels aren't any use, uselessness of invention. There is a knocking in the blood that is used to absence, but hates this part the most, the sudden buried hope of illusion. Lose my number, sadness, lose my address, my storm door, my skull. Am I stronger or weaker than when the year began? I lie. The two joins self like a hinge. Sawdust in the neighbor's garage, the smell of men who raised me. What is the other world that others live in, unknown to me? 
the ease of grin and good times. Once I loved fireworks, so much they made me weep without warning. I smoked too much pot one young summer and almost missed them until I simply remembered to look up. Gold Valley crackling in chaos. Now it is a sound that undoes me. Too much violence in the sky. In this way, I have become more dog. More sense, shake, and nerve. Better now when the etches of the night's edges are just bats, erratic, and avoiding the fireflies. How much more drama can one body take? I wake up in the morning and relinquish my dreams. I go to bed with my beloved. I am delirious with my tenderness. Once I was brave, but I have grown so weary of danger. I am soundlessness amid the constant sounds of war. And I'll just read this uh, one more poem, which is uh, a poem. You know, I always say that we write poems for lovers that don't deserve it. <laughs> um, and we don't write enough poems for friends. And this is a poem for friends. But it's also about a bird. <laughs> the Magnificent Frigate Bird. Is it OK to begin with the obvious? I am full of stones. Is it okay not to look out this window, but to look out another? A mentor once said, you can't start a poem with a man looking out a window. Too many men looking out a window. <laughs> what about a woman? Today is a haunting. One last orange on the counter, it is a dead fruit. We swallow dead things. Once in Rio, near Leblon, large seabirds soared over the vast South Atlantic Ocean. I had never seen them before. Eight-foot wingspan and gigantic in their confident gliding, black with a red neck like a wound or a hidden treasure or both. When I looked it up, I learned it was the magnificent frigate bird. It sounded like that enormity of a bird had named itself. What a pleasure to say, I am magnificent. <laughs> and two, they traveled as a team, so I wondered if they named each other, generously tapping one another's deeply forked tail or their plumage glistening with salt air, their guller sacks saying, you are magnificent. You are also magnificent. It makes me want to give all my loves adjectives they deserve. You are resplendent. You are radiant. You are sublime. I am far away from tropical waters. I have no skills for flight or wings to skim the waves effortlessly like the wind itself. But from here, I can still imagine rapture, a glorious codfish in the mouth of a bird. Thank you for joining us. We're, we're going to be back really soon, I promise, with more readings, more readings to share from our 50th anniversary celebrations, um, and more talk about the recent issues. We have so much to discuss. Uh, the newest issue with Felita Hicks, the issue before that with Gregory Pardlow on the cover, Jason Schneiderman's sprawling craft essay. Um, 
so many wonderful things. Um, we'll be back soon. Uh, be sure to check us out online at aprweb.org.